Hello, I am April Rogers. Welcome back to the Reflecting Light Show. I am so glad that you are here. It is a delight to host you week in and week out. You know, I was thinking about the guests that I've had on recently, and there was a reoccurring theme amongst all of them, and that was that they were willing to do the hard things. And I think that this is a topic that doesn't always get a lot of play because it's hard, right? I mean, like we would rather talk about the easy things and, and the life of love and grace and, and all of the wonderful things that Jesus is definitely about but sometimes we have to talk about the fact that he calls us to do some hard things and if that we are a christ follower then we have to know that there will be days that are not filled with rainbows and sunshine and that we're going to have to hold on to his peace and his faith to get through them and in fact we love that verse in john 16 33 where Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this life you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And so we are always quoting that particular verse, and it's wonderful, and it is a great verse to hold on to. But what we need to understand is, is that when we break it down, it's actually meteor than we sometimes give it credit for. Because Jesus says that he is going to give us his peace. This is a supernatural peace. This is a peace that you cannot come by just by living in this world. No, you have to have this peace because Jesus himself gives it to you because he knows that you are gonna have hard days, that there are gonna be things that you have to do as you follow him, but that you can take heart because he has overcome the world. Well, how did he do this? Well, Jesus himself knows about doing the hard things, doesn't he? Because he died on the cross for our sins. That was so, so hard. But he didn't stop there. He overcame because he resurrected three days later. And if we have the same spirit of Christ living inside of us, then we know then we can overcome just as he overcame because of who he is and who we are in him. So whenever I think about that and I think about doing the hard things, my mind always goes to the apostle Peter because Peter is one who was willing to do the hard things, but he doesn't always get pegged as that, does he? Sometimes whenever we think about Peter, we think about the fact that he's always tripping over his own feet. You know, he was the first one to get out the boat, but he's also taking his eyes off Jesus and he's sinking. And then there he was denying Jesus. And that's exactly where Jesus finds him. You know, Jesus told him that he was going to deny him three times. And remember Peter said, uh-uh, no, no, that's not my story. I will not be doing that. And Jesus said, you know, yes, you will. And in fact, he does deny him three times. And then he's sick about it. Oh, he's just like, just guilt ridden. And he has all that shame on him. But Jesus does not leave him stuck inside of that guilt and shame. No, he comes for him and he recreates that charcoal fire, a scene where he denied his Lord. And Jesus says, hey, come on in. I've got some breakfast cooked for you. 
And as he's cooking in breakfast, he's gently restoring Peter back into a life of more so that he can go out and preach the gospel. And remember, Jesus comes and he says, Peter, do you love me? Peter says, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus says, go out and feed my sheep. He says, Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know that I love you. Feed my lambs. Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Then go out and feed my sheep. But then Jesus has some hard things that he needs to tell Peter so that Peter is aware and he knows that there are going to be some days that he is not going to understand the purpose of why it is so hard. But, but if he keeps his eyes on Jesus and he continues to follow him, it's going to lead him to a life of peace. He says, very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. That was John. He said, when Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Okay, here is the whole entire point. Whenever Jesus comes back and he restores Peter and he says, okay, I need you to understand that this is going to happen, but you must follow me. That should have been the end of the conversation. And Peter should have said, okay, yes, I am ready to go and I'm ready to follow you. But I love that this is in the word of God because it makes us understand that sometimes whenever we get off track or whenever we start to look around and say like, well, wait a minute, what about him? Or what about her? You're not having her do these hard things like you're calling me to, or you don't require that of him. And Jesus just redirects Peter, just like he redirects us. And he says, you must follow me. What is it to you what I do with them? It doesn't matter. Your job is to keep your eyes focused on me. And we know that Peter does indeed do this. He goes out. And the beginning of Acts is all about how Peter was willing to go out and to preach the gospel to the point of being imprisoned. And then once he miraculously gets out, what does he do? He goes right back to the temple and he starts preaching Jesus all over again. And church tradition actually holds that Peter was willing to be crucified, not right side up, but upside down because he said, I'm not worthy to do it the same way that Jesus Christ did it. So Jesus' prophecy was true. He did go to places that he did not want to go and his arms were stretched out for the sake of the gospel. Peter was a man who was willing to do the hard things. And I wonder about us right here, right now in 2023, are we willing to do the hard things? What is it that God is calling you to do? Maybe it is that he wants you to forgive someone who has not even asked for your forgiveness. 
Maybe it's that he is calling you to make some health changes, to maybe even have a procedure that you need to have, that it's calling you to do those hard things so that you can get healthy so that you can serve him. Maybe it's even as easy as he's calling you to go knock on your neighbor's door and extend a hand and say, you know what, I know we don't see eye to eye on everything, but I want you to know that I love you just like Christ loves you. That, my friend, is willing to do the hard things. And I know that whenever we are willing to stop playing that comparison game and keep our eyes focused on Him, then that peace does come in. And I want to leave you with that today because He says that He has told you these things so that in Him you may have a supernatural, abundant amount of His peace that floods you from the inside out. You can't even explain it. And that even though you will have hard days and He will call you to do the hard things, you can take heart because He has overcome the world. And that is your promise. I hope that this has encouraged you today. And if it has, please share it. And also follow me on social media and on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. It would just be my greatest joy and delight to come and to meet with you week after week. I hope that you have a great week. Go out and be the light. If you enjoyed this video, head over to the Reflecting Light Show channel now for this full episode and more. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode filled with hope and light.